Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Now, if I said to you, do you remember the Tonga volcanic eruption? It's kind of been and gone, hasn't it? It's, it's out of our minds these days. But one local organisation, the Sioni Foundation, is, uh, is well and truly putting it back in the centre of our attention. I'm uh, joined in the studio this morning by the incredible, incredible... Sioni Fuyaki. Sioni, well thank you, uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining me in the studio today. It's uh, it's lovely to have you uh, have you here. Now, before we get into the the foundation, obviously uh, you were born in Tonga. Um, you, uh, you you were lucky enough to uh, to come to Australia and uh, and become a rugby league player, and and that really you know made your career. But tell me about growing up in Tonga. Um, growing up in Tonga, we've no no different at all because we don't know what what's like in the other side of the world whatever we have that's what we got we didn't have much when you're looking back when i growing up but we have love and we have each other that's what we 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 have and we have we have faith and um yeah we're just grateful for whatever whatever we have we didn't have much but we're just happy to to be um yeah, have, having each other and just grateful for what we have in the time. It yeah. seems like a simpler life. You don't have to worry about, yeah. you know, social media. You don't have to worry about any of that garbage. You don't have to worry about whether you've got the latest uh, sneakers on your feet. It would be, as you said, it's what you you don't know what you're missing, do you? But yeah. it must be much simpler. Yeah, I remember when I grew up, I have... I think I've only owned one T-shirts and I have to wear them inside out in one day and wear it the right way one day and wash it and do it all all over again every day. Yeah, it's yeah. just incredible. <laughs> you were obviously uh, you were very lucky. You uh, you obviously had a had a huge aptitude for for sport. Um, you began playing uh, pro- rugby union, not rugby league. You didn't have rugby league over there uh, when you were growing up. Tell yeah. me about uh, the the move from rugby league to a uh, rugby union to rugby league. Um, yeah, we grew up at the school in Tonga. We um, we only play union, and rugby league was just only starting, but only play at the club um, club uh, level. Um, and moving from um, from Tonga to New Zealand when I was uh, when I finished my school um, when I was seventeen years old, I was playing a couple. Um, in two seasons there in rugby union until uh, one of my cousins came and asked me if I can go and play league with him and we play. Yeah, in my first season at the High Piscis Coast over there, my um, coach was um, Brian McLean and he was a former Kiwi coach and Warriors coach. Um, and somehow he, um, yeah, he mentioned me to um, to the... To the um, to Arthur Bitson, he's a legend of the game, and yeah. he recruited me to the Roosters. Yeah, and all of a sudden I'm over here in Australia and um and play at the Roosters. Yeah, how big career. a change was that uh, going from obviously from Tonga to New Zealand and then playing for the Sydney Roosters? You know, you're talking yeah. about the Glamour Club yeah. in uh, in rugby league. You know, the Silver Tails, the Double Bay. You know, it would have been a very different life. Yeah, I think I. I spent most of my pay for my phone bill because I call all my cousin in Tonga and tell them how good his life it is <laughs> on this side of it. 
But um, yeah, it's uh, life and land. Um, and um, yeah, all of a sudden, I was laboring back in New Zealand and for for the coach and um, play rugby, um, rugby and and transition to the rugby league. And all of a sudden, I'm just um, I'm training and and get paid for and um, and playing footy. And um, yeah, it was a um, talking about the my pathways was a. The two things was I um, kind of um, like a slap on my face is the culture shock, and um, mm. of course is the English is our second language as well. Was the yeah, and moving over here by myself and um, and living by myself and try to learn myself how to live every day by day mm. was. Uh, I'm just being grateful because I have a good friend around me that actually lead me the the way as well but um end of the day i still gonna make a decision myself as well how did you end up in newcastle how i end up in newcastle um my wife from newcastle my beautiful wife michelle um that's how i end up i was in manly and i met her and i follow her all the way here um and of course my uncle was passed already and that's how i came here and met her in Newcastle and um, yeah, it's a home here in this beautiful city, Newcastle, me and my wife and my three uh, kids. Um, yeah, and it's, um, it's a learning uh, lessons from so much transition from being growing up in the island and never think that I will um, make a career out of um, sports, but um it's so so many steps through um, that transition in in the learn, learning curve on the like living in life in in general um, in the professional sports and going from there to the real life as well and yeah and I always want to give back to my community in some way because I know how hard it is to be growing up back in the island. It is really mm. tough, isn't it, to mm. go from being a, uh, a professional sportsman and uh, and then going back into into real life. You know, we, we had the discussion off air about, you know, that uh, that you're working in a gym. And, you know, it is a big transition, isn't it, for a professional mm. sportsman to, to go from that adulation, from mm. that uh, constant control. You know, you have to be here and you have to yeah. eat this and you have to eat that. And then all of a sudden you're left on your own. How did you find that transition? Was was a challenge. Um, I just, I think... It's the biggest thing that I that I have learned myself as well was I I have my wife back me up for everything like mm-hmm. she support me all the way when when I finish my career as well and doesn't matter what decision I make she always support me you know like that is the the biggest um, uh, biggest um, grateful for me to meet her and she direct me to the because I. For myself, when I finish my career, I'm still learning myself about me, myself. Mm. Um, and and talking to to other people, we always I always want to give back to the, my community, but at the same time, my my number one priority is my family, is my wife and my three kids. But um, it's taken me about seven years since I um, retired to to come up with with um, starting the foundation as a. And even start the foundation was 
I start with nothing. I always just run it on my own, um, sleepless, five jobs on the go as well, just to feed my family at the same time and paying our bills and try to help other people as well at the same time. Yeah. It is quite uh, it is mm. quite incredible. Now uh, let's uh, let's move on to Sioni's Foundation. Now uh, your uh, your mission is to provide the Tongan community and its children with opportunity through access to physical and mental health resources, education supplies and initiatives to improve living standards. That's a that's a huge mission statement, and I know that uh, mm. I know you started going over there with with Sioni's Academy, and mm. uh, and you just had a sports focus. Whereas now the, the foundation has grown, hasn't it, into something much bigger than uh, than just the Sioni Academy now? Yeah, um, like I said, I'll only start with sports because that's my background, and that's the only thing that I know. But when we first um, traveled to Tonga in 2017 was only five of us. Um, everywhere we're going was kind of, we enjoy, we have a great time and, and we can really see, uh, we give so much to the kids and like uniform or football gears and all that kind of stuff. But I still, it's so many kids that standing outside on uh, other side of the fence and kind of, when is my turn, you know? Mm. Um, and it's a biggest lesson for me, for us as a team, came back and I talked to them. And we have a great um, trip, but I still feel like there's something missing in there. And that's when I was, we talking about, do you know what? We have to be connected with the community. And that's why the transition going from the academy to the foundation, the sports is still under the, the foundation, but it's all about the foundation. Is all about connect, connected with the whoever we, whoever we associate with. It's all about connecting. Yeah, it is quite incredible having a look at some of the the statistics uh, on your website. You know, mm -hmm. two hundred and forty tons of equipment shipped to Tonga. 10 infrastructure projects completed since 2017. You know, you've raised over a million dollars in, uh, you know, through the generous support of, of various donations. Uh, you even went back and fixed your own school. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, that was come from the first trip in 2017. The day before we left Tonga, I told the boys, we have to go and visit my school that I went to in a primary school. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, very emotional when I went over there. Um, was worse than when I was went there. Yeah. Wow. Um, the kids were sitting on the floor. There was no test. Um, mm. The the school itself was leaking in the roof. Um, no windows and stuff like that. Yeah, I actually I left the boys there to talk to the kids while I walk outside to have a little tears and yeah it was. Um, Heartbroken for me, but um, yeah, and I, I take a couple of photos while we there, and I just came back and at the end of that trip and, and showed a few of my tradies, um, mates here and said, if you have time next year, can you come and help me with the, we've rebuilt the school that I mm -hmm. went to. And I reckon it's about 90, 99% of the people that I asked for, they said, let us talk to the, to the, um, to our, to our supplier and yeah, we, we went back in 2018 with 62 volunteers and metal mates, uh, Grand 
and Howard from uh, Metal Mates in Cessnock donated the whole roof gears for the for the whole school as well. Wow. Mm, for that trip. That mm. is just incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. I've just been fortunate that I I went to him and he I didn't know him at the time, but one of the guy that know him told him about it and he asked him to, for me to come and talk to him what I want to do at the school and yeah, I just can't think it enough putting a roof on the the heads of the those kids over there has been phenomenal. COVID has been tough. You you haven't been uh, you weren't able to go back. You weren't able to to do the work that you you wanted to do. How tough was that being stuck and and not being able to get get help over there? Yeah, it was tough, but we still have a bit of time. We have a bit of time between 2019 to to now 2022 to really sit down with the team and really work out what what we need to to do for the foundation moving forward. Mm. And um, yeah, and so grateful for that time to get more time with the family as well mm. to be at home and doing the normal family stuff with the with the family. But at the same time, we're still trying to contribute from this side of it to um, to um, to help the community. At the same time, we don't want them to think that we just drop everything after that mm. at all. But I was fortunate enough, my sister from New Zealand moved back to Tonga and look after mum and dad and she was my connected in there to send all the stuff there. She she go and unload it and go and contribute it to individual family over there, wow. like clothes, shoes, um, even school tests, school chairs going into mm. the Maori schools in Tonga. It's just library as well and this all um electrical like uh, computers and and things like that yeah we've been fortunate with all the donation of all um local businesses in in newcastle i can't think of them enough for um for their contribution and and just the ongoing love for us and yeah i can't thank them enough yeah you are with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. We're talking about the Sioni Foundation. Now, Sioni, obviously, um, the world was rocked, as I as I said, um, from that volcano that happened uh, on the fifteenth of January in uh, in twenty twenty two. It really was uh, was horrible at the time. What's it like over there now? I mean, it's uh, it's now August. It's almost the end of August. How yeah. uh, how is Tonga now? Yeah, it's, it was it was tough because. Um, my mum and dad were still back there when was that happened. It was take about a week, almost a week and a half for me to touch base mm-hmm. with them because there was no communication and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it was everyone was ringing me on after mm-hmm. the disaster. I heard about the disaster, what I'm doing, and I said mm-hmm. my first my first call is I want to hear from mum and dad mm-hmm. if they're all right. Um, yeah, and I finally hear from them. Everyone was all right, but I... I know we will be totally different when you physically see it, and I, yeah, and um, and after after the disaster, well, I fortunate enough that um, Jeff McCloy from McCloy's group donated a million dollars for us to um, to to fix the water system in in Tonga sustainability, um, and I yeah I can't thank him enough to be. Uh, to be able to, to do that to us is, uh, yeah, it's him, I guess. He's amazing. 
And it is things like that that you forget about, isn't it? That, uh, Mm. you know, that volcano, it it means that rainwater can't be drunk because it's contaminated. Uh, You know, the the river system, everything is just, Mm. it's it's contaminated. It's horrible. And how, um, have have you haven't been, have you been over there since the volcano? Yes, we, um, uh, a couple of months ago, I traveled with the, with the expert, the water expert from this side here, um, uh, Tony Rhodes from the Malayne uh, team, as well as the Hunter H2O um, water expert as well, um, that I talked to Jeff about these people. He's been helping me from day one since then. Now it's about the foundation. Um, I have trust in these people. They're going to do the job, and they've been doing that before in the whole Pacific. And we, yeah, it's... it's um, Totally different when you actually arrive in there and seeing the the feel the energy of the of the people and just being grateful for we there for them you know mm-hmm. put a put your hand on there and shake their hand and and say well, you'll be all right yeah, yeah we're here yeah. Um, yeah and like I said um, it's gonna take them like for us it's gonna take us six months to recover from disaster like that for them is going to take about at least five to ten years they don't have the resources that we have here as well and we just fortunate enough we can just help um as many as we can we, um, i promise the people that we can't help everyone in one hit but we can dry our best to do yeah to do. so mm. what uh what's next for the sioni foundation what uh what's the plans for the next uh six months obviously we want to get this water project moving mm. um what what's your main plan do you do you want yeah. to raise more money do you want to uh wh- what's uh, what's the plan what's yeah. what's the number one it's, thing yeah. that sioni wants to get it's um it's a bit of a bit of um um listening uh, on top of our head at the moment we our first goal is while we while we um, um, getting this uh, project, the water project, getting all the materials and all the everything in here to be ready in February to travel with the with all the water expert to 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 uh, put this new system in. We need a home in Tonga, and that's that is the biggest things we we have. I have talking to Tony Roach about there's a few construction business they willing to help us, but the first thing that I told them, we need a home base for the Sionis mm-hmm. Foundation in Tonga. So when we're sending all our goods, we be able to educate the kids over there. We can be able to start employing local people in there. It's so much easier when we when we travel to Tonga. There's a pace in there for all our all our expert for any other area to start educating the people over there to 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 deliver of what we're doing so we don't have to keep coming back and do the same thing all over and all over again. And that is our biggest goal in the next six months. We have already drawn up a plan for our for a workshop slash multi um community center in, in Tonga as well. So that is how we reach out to um to everyone if they willing to contribute in any other way that's what we're gonna look in, into and um, yeah of course we are loading up our two containers now to go to Tonga because our annual eight trip is start again back this year on the 29th of um, 29th of uh, September to the 13th of October we're going over there mm-hmm. just to follow up of 
of the school, the disability center, as well as the hospital to see what they need. And I know there will be something in there in general mm-hmm. um, maintenance to be fixed. Then when we're coming back, we continue with um, make sure everything is all in line with our schedule for the February water project with um, with the McCoy's um, funding. And yeah, when we we going back, we are looking in February to go with two team in February. Hopefully, we have some funding. So we have a one team. We stay in the main island and form up the the footing for our workshop mm-hmm. for our multi center in the community over there. Then we have a one team that doing the water project as well. Then we um yeah, and we are looking. We are looking to already to the next island that we're gonna fix their water system after this one because I think this one will have a little bit of leftover from this project to be able to fix the the next island too. Yeah. And the key, Sioni, isn't it? It's not about going in and giving people what they what we think they want. It's about empowering them to tell us what they want, how yeah. we can make this better. Mm. And, uh, and and as you say, it's not to continue to keep going over. Mm. It's to let them. Help yeah, themselves help and be themselves. sustainable. sustainable. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. Mm. Oh, look, thank you so much uh, for joining me. I, uh, it's a great honour to uh, to meet you. I've, I've heard about Sioni's Foundation mm-hmm. for so many years and it's just wonderful to, uh, to have you in the studio today. If people want to help you, if they want to donate goods, if they want to help you and, and, uh, and take part in one of your trips, how can people get involved with Sioni's Foundation? Yeah, we have our website. We have... Uh, Sioni's Foundation website to go into. We have our contact email and number and phone numbers over there. And we have, as well as we have a Facebook page and Instagram page as well. Please, this week, don't hesitate to reach out to us as well. And um, before I finish, I'll, I'd like to thank you to, 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 to my team, to my team the, for the foundation team. They've been phenomenal. We have a small team, but we've done so much for what we um, for what we got as a numbers of, uh, of volunteers that we we all volunteers to help, and um, to to big thank you to Jeff McCloy mm. f- from the McCloy's group. I can't thank them enough for them to to open their arms and help us with this. It's opened another door for us as well from outside um, other other businesses that that really willing to help us um, thank you very much for um, for having me today i really um it's an honor and pleasure for me to be share our mission with our little humble foundation it's yeah. it's more than humble my friend it's it's quite incredible and uh if you uh if you would like to donate it uh, head to uh head to sionisfoundation.com.au there is a donate page Ten dollars could buy a children's book for school libraries. Twenty dollars for a single roof sheet to go towards building a home. It's not much to us, but it makes a significant difference. Travel very safely when you uh, when you head in September. I really want to catch up with you when you get back, and I'd love to follow the journey of uh, of exactly what that McCloy money will do to the mm. water over there. It is uh, it's quite amazing, and uh, thank you so much for your time, Sione. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. And if you would like to help Sioni's Foundation, you can head to the website. It is sionisfoundation.com.au. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. 
From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.